Now keep in mind that I'm an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. <laughs> Sisters, how y'all feel? Hoochie daddies, y'all all right? <laughs> Welcome back to Hardly Minded My Business. I'm your host, Dashing D. I'm checking in from the closet. I hope y'all are having a good week. <laughs> I had to do it because there's a lot of talk about hoochie daddy shorts right now. So I had to do it. And we'll get to that. We'll talk about it. I mean, you know what? Let's talk about it. So, <laughs> so hoochie daddy shorts apparently are any any shorts on a man above his knee. Um, although I have seen a meme or whatever you want to call it, a description of of different levels of or different lengths of shorts, and it it gives uh, the different levels. Um, uh, there is apparently a spectrum, a hoochie daddy spectrum, okay? And the most, the highest level of hoochie daddiness is the five inch inseam. Um, I too love a five inch inseam. I guess that makes me a hoochie mama and that's fine. Um, but I'm noticing that some men are embracing it and others are a little frustrated with the title hoochie daddy shorts. I've heard men say that, you know, they've been wearing these shorts for years. Why didn't anybody say anything before? And and why does it have to be called that? Men never like to be called things that, you know, women would be called. So there's, there's that. Um, I'm here for it, though. I'm here for the trend. I'm here for the, um, I'm here for the term. Why not? Why not? I think it's fun. Let's have some fun. We need to have fun. <laughs> And honestly, honestly, okay, we needed something, right? Because, you know, in the fall and the winter, we get the gray sweatpants, but we needed something for spring, summer, didn't we? So I think this is a win-win for us. I don't, and by us, I mean those people who love men. So I, I just, I, please let your hoochie daddy flag fly. Wear your short shorts, because I'm going to wear mine. And have a good time with it. I mean, why not? I see some men are embracing it. They're posting it on the internet. They're showing people that they're ready. They have their shorts ready. Um, they're oiling it up. You know, buttering up them legs. Making sure they're nice and smooth and not ashy. Don't come out in your hoochie daddy shorts with ashy legs, okay? Make sure make sure. You remember we were talking about men and hygiene? That's part of it. Like, make sure you're not ashy, buddy. Um, but yeah, so y'all wear your hoochie, hoochie daddy shorts and enjoy it. Enjoy it and let us enjoy it. Um, that's really all I have to say about that. People have been asking where, where the term came from um, and why this is such a resurgence right now. I honestly don't know. The origin seems to be unknown. I know that I was reading something that said that uh, uh, I think it came from UrbanDictionary.com, to be honest. And they were saying that the earliest reference on Twitter to Hoochie Daddy Shorts is somewhere back in, I don't know, like 2012 or 2016 or something like that. And I guess it didn't stick then, but it came back around this year. And so that's what we're, ro we're rolling with. And I think that's fine. Again, it's okay. Wear your short shorts. We love to see it. I love to see some good man thighs. I love to see some calves. Y'all know how I feel about the sweatpants and the calves. If you've been here, you know. So listen, do your thing. Wear your shorts. We love to see it. Anyway, let's get back to our regularly scheduled programming because that is never how we start the show. But I'm here. I was a little under the weather last week. Um, but I'm here and do I have any updates? Okay. So work, can I just tell you guys that <laughs> I actually felt really good today after work. 
Um, so I think I mentioned before uh, that my, my boss was going on a long vacation and I was going to be left to my own to deal with my own issues. And I mean, there's been some bumps along the way. I'm not going to lie. But today was a great day. And one of the reasons it was a great day was because I was in a meeting and I killed it. Somebody asked a question. Someone else couldn't answer it. But I popped in and I was like, X, Y, Z, this, this, this and that. Um, there were follow-up questions. I was able to fire off answers to those. I felt so good and so confident. I, it was exhilarating. And I got to tell you guys, I am usually the kid that sits at the back of the class. I'm usually the one that doesn't really say a whole lot. I kind of take things in. I, it felt so good to be the, to, to, to be a leader and to be able to have the opportunity and the space to show my stuff, if you will. Um, it felt so good and it was so nice. And again, I, I can't say enough that I feel like I'm, I'm really tapping into a new part of me and a part of me that I've wanted to tap into for a really long time. So yeah, so I'm tapping into parts of me that I haven't been able to really tap into before. Or if I have, it's been on a much lighter scale. And so this is great. I I feel good. Um, I just, <laughs> I'm so excited. And I know that every day is not going to be a good day. Like I said, I had some bumps on Tuesday. If you would have asked me how things are going, I would have been like, please, 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 please don't even talk to me about this. Um, but today I feel really good. And... I just wanted to share that because, you know, we got to celebrate the small wins. And that was one of them for sure. I'm pleased with the way things are going. So uh, cheers to that. And what else? Um, you know what? I'm getting ready to go on vacation. And I have been going through it because uh, the, the Black girls will understand. Uh, when you are getting ready to go on vacation... Uh, one of the key components to preparing for vacation is making sure that your hair is done. And not only that your hair is done, but it is done in such a way that it is uh, manageable on vacation. And so I was trying to get my braids done. I mean, I wear braids a lot these days, but I was trying to get my vacation braids done. I always feel like when you're going on vacation, you got to do a little bit. You know, you got to have a little extra pizzazz a little extra pinoche and so i was trying to go to you know the girls that i know will do the things that i want them to do make sure that the edges are laid make sure that the style is cute and fun and all of the things that i need and i got waitlisted <laughs> i got waitlisted for one spot the other spot i can't even find um I can't find any appointments. That's the spot I really wanted to go to. Let me tell you how much I'm going through it. So yesterday I go, I check the person's Instagram. They're getting ready to release their appointments for next month. But I was like, let me just check one last time. Sometimes she has last minute openings. And all of a sudden I saw appointments for Saturday, Sunday, and next week, Wednesday. I was like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. This will be right before vacation. Let me make an appointment for this weekend. I'm going to get it done. She had a bunch of times. I was like, oh, maybe she was busy and then decided that she could open up her schedule. I don't know. An hour later, my appointment was canceled. Um, so I guess maybe there was some sort of glitch in the system. Maybe she opened it up by accident, but that didn't work out. It is so stressful right now to get my hair done. I have never found, I've lived in Jersey for a few years now, and I have never found a spot that I want to go to when I want to get like the cool shit done or the creative shit or if I want something super duper specific I can't I haven't found a spot that will do that um and do it the way I want it the times that I've tried to do that it hasn't worked out um and I didn't I, I either didn't like my hair or it just wasn't what I what I wanted so I'm going to have to go to Brooklyn. I finally got an appointment. Uh, I woke up in the middle of the night and was like, let me check one last time. 
and I found an appointment for Saturday. So I'm going to go get that done. It's not exactly what I wanted to get done, but I had to take what they would have time for. So I'm going to do that, but I'm really excited about going on vacation. Um, I haven't been on vacation in a while. I mean, that's not true. I went to Miami and um, <laughs> I went to Miami in in March and that was a good time. So um, I'm hoping that this will be a nice uh, week. And um, I'm just, that's kind of, I'm kind of in vacation mode right now. Like I've been at work and as much as work was a good day today, I still have kind of been like, okay, I'm ready to go on vacation now. But I still got some days to get there. Um, we got Juneteenth coming up uh, next Monday. And so, you know, I never really know if saying happy Juneteenth is the right thing to say. I know that people say it, but it just sounds, I don't know. I'm still conflicted if, about the fact that, you know, white people get Juneteenth off. But in any event, we don't need to go down that road. I just kind of wanted to um, point that out. What else? Is there anything else in terms of updates? Hmm. I don't think so. I don't think so. So maybe we need to go ahead and move on to Petty or Not so we can get this show on the road. So Petty or Not for this week, I need to figure out the right way to say this without uh, revealing too much information here. If someone posts, all right, let me, it's story time. Y'all know it was my birthday recently. So someone posted a happy birthday message to me and in their feed. And so there were comments beneath it. Um, all of the comments said happy birthday, except for one. Um, to where the photo that was posted, um, they took an opportunity to point out something in the photo that had absolutely nothing to do with me. Um, <laughs> never said happy birthday or anything like that. What the fuck for? I want to be clear about something. The thing that they pointed out is something that the person posts all the time. And so there are many opportunities to acknowledge the thing in the photo, right? I just couldn't understand, like, what the fuck is wrong with people? I know this is petty. And honestly, no, I'm not petty. This person is petty. I don't know if they don't fuck with me. I don't know if they don't like me. I don't know what it is. Even if I wanted to point out something about something else in a photo that I saw under a birthday post, I might like say, oh, you know, hope she has a great birthday or, or oh, wishing you a happy birthday and then acknowledge the thing. But this person made a point not to. And so I was kind of like, I kind of stumbled upon it and I was like, well, what the fuck is this about? This is weird. This is like odd that someone would do this, but Okay. See, I think that's petty. The fact that I'm bringing it up, I don't know that it's petty. Maybe it is. Maybe I should let it go and, you know, move on and whatever. And honestly, it's it's not, uh, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Um, obviously, it stood out to me. That's why I'm bringing it up. I thought it was really interesting. I was trying to think about what um, what petty or not would be for this week. And I remembered this and I was like... <laughs> I don't know who's more petty, me for bringing it up on this podcast or this person for doing what they did. Um, but y'all decide. Y'all let me know what y'all think. I just thought it was really weird that um, someone did this. I, It's like, oh, say everything but the thing that this is about. So it, it, it is weird. And again, and or if I didn't say it, I don't, that is not something that I look for from this. I know who the person is. That is not something I look for from this person. Um, I don't expect this person to um, uh, address me on my birthday or anything like that. It was just weird that that happened. Um, it was weird that someone would fix their fingers to do that. So yeah, um, that's my petty or not for this week. Let's 
move on. I actually have some dating slash relationship stuff to talk about today. Um, some stuff that I've been thinking about. I also can't like think of anything current right now that I want to talk about. So we'll get to that later. But two things. So one, um, <laughs> I, speaking of going on vacation, let's start there. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Like wh- who should you travel with and who should you not? Um, and what does it mean when you travel with another person or other people, right? I think that is really important um, that you curate your trips properly, especially when it comes to the people you choose to spend your, your vacations with, because that can make or break a vacation. And I uh, saw that Travel Noir recently posted a question about... Um, whether or not people in situationships, which by the way, I hate that fucking word, but whether or not people in situationships should travel together or not. Um, <laughs> first of all, what the fuck? No, I know what a situationship is. We all know what that is. I get it. I just think the word is stupid and I don't like it. It's just one of those things. Um, Yeah, I just don't like, I, I, I don't like that term. So I'm going to answer the question um, from my perspective because I think it's relevant. So here's the thing, right? Like I said, you have to curate your free time um, in a way that is uh, productive and, and in a way that is enjoyable to you. So you're never going to want to go on a trip for any amount of time with someone who you feel you can't have fun with. You feel that, you know, your quality time should be limited. Um, It's just not going to work. You cannot, real shit, you cannot travel with everybody. That is romantic partners. That is friends. That is family. You, everybody is not... Um, compatible when it comes to travel. You're just not. Some people are on completely different sleep schedules. Some people uh, like to be super active. Some people like to do nothing at all. Some people like to go to the beach. Some people like to make sure they're somewhere near near lots of land. (laughs) Um, Some people like heights. Some people like to stay on the ground. Some people, there's there's so many different things. There's so many different factors. And sometimes you don't even realize how incompatible you are with someone um, until you travel with them. Um, I've been lucky that uh, the friends that I usually travel with, uh, we always have a good time. We kind of know how to maneuver around each other. the men that I have traveled with, I haven't traveled with a whole lot of men. Um, cause that's just, to me, that's, uh, something that becomes very personal. Um, but I will say this, I don't think I've ever gone away with someone and didn't feel like it was the right decision. I think when you know, you know, you know, you, you've known someone for a little while, you kind of, you know, know how to move around them and whatever. This kind of takes it to the next level where it's like a make or break type of situation, I think, um, because, you know, it could go really well or it could go terribly wrong. But I will say this, I am not against traveling with someone that I am not in a relationship with. Because again, you're reaching a different level of understanding for that person. And so why not? Also, have your good time. Um, every Everything that you, you do with a, with a partner or someone you're dating or even someone you're in a relationship is not one size fits all, right? So one, one I'm avoiding using the word situation, one... <laughs> One interaction, uh, one 
one interaction with one person is not going to be the same as an interaction with another person. And so I don't think that you should put limitations or restrictions on this. I think that if you feel, if you've only known somebody for a month and you feel moved to go on a vacation with them, as long as you have deemed it a safe environment to do so, then by all means, go and do it. Um, me, I think I probably would need a little bit more time. I've never done that where I've just met someone and right away we've, we've traveled together or whatever. I think it takes me a little time. I want to get to know you a little bit better. I kind of want to come over to your house or you come over to mine and I want to see what your, um, what your hygiene is like. I want to know, I told y'all, you know, you got to take some, the men got to take some extra time on their scrotums. (laughs) So, you know, things like that are important to me. Uh, We're going to be sharing a space. Then you have to think about that too. Is it just going to be a hotel room, a small hotel room? Is it going to be a hotel suite where maybe there's a little bit more space and if some shit pops off, somebody can sleep on the sofa? Are you going to be in an Airbnb and maybe get an extra room just in case? Like, what is what are the circumstances going to be? What are what, how are you curating this trip so that it turns out well? Because that's ultimately what you want to do. You want it to end well. You want at the end of the day, the day to say, "This went well. I had a good time. I would do this again." You don't want it to be a disaster. And I feel like sometimes you can kind of tell, like when you meet someone and you start talking to them and vibing with them and you start to get to know certain things about them, maybe they're cool. Maybe you guys are good and you vibe a little bit or whatever, but you can kind of tell, like if you're good, if you and that person are going to be in each other's space for an extended period of time, you can kind of tell, okay, oh, this person's going to get on my nerves or, oh, we know how to work around each other. We know how to give each other space when we need space. We know how to be up underneath each other when we want to. You got to really, you got to really assess that, but I think assess it, but don't overthink it. Maybe that's a contradiction. I don't know. Um, if you know, you know, basically you gotta be, you gotta find balance. I say that all the time. Everything requires balance. Everything requires you to give it a little extra thought. Um, but I don't think any of these things are impossible. I saw some of the comments And people were like, oh, hell no, I got to really know you. And that's fine. We know our own boundaries. I know for me, if something feels right, I do it. If something doesn't feel right, I don't do it. If, If we decide from the beginning that these are our boundaries, then these are our boundaries. But I think, I I think it's what you make it. I think you got to be willing to... You got to be willing to be flexible. And that's probably the easiest way to put it. If you can be flexible, a lot, you can get a lot more done with someone else. Um, and if they can be flexible, if both people are flexible, you're in a good spot. So take that trip, try it out. Maybe it'll go well. Well, hopefully it'll go well, but maybe it won't go well. But you know what? You'll be you'll be doing yourself a favor because you'll figure out what the deal is between you and that person pretty quickly. Because <laughs> that's a lot of time in close quarters to be spending with someone. Um, and always, 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 if I were to give a tip, my biggest tip would be make sure that you can't afford to make a clean break in the middle of the trip if you need to. I think that's probably the biggest, the biggest thing. Like be prepared just in case. Make sure you have the Hotel Tonight app on your phone just in case some shit pops off or some shit goes wrong and you need to exit that situation. Be prepared to exit the situation. Um, Don't put yourself in a position where you cannot because yeah, sometimes some shit goes wrong and you got to be able to get out of there. And Thankfully, I have never been in a situation where I've had to do that. I've been in situations where I've needed to change my lodging at the last minute after I've gotten some somewhere. But you got to be prepared to do that because you never know. You really you really never know. But I appreciate Travel Noir for, for trying to 
um, spark that conversation. I thought it was very interesting um, what people had to say about it. And honestly, I'm trying to find it because I was curious about the comments that people gave, but um, I'm not seeing it. So I don't, I doubt they've taken it down. I just maybe am passing by it and not noticing that I'm passing by it. Oh, and the other thing, speaking of travel, did y'all hear that you no longer need a COVID test to get back into the country? I have very mis- mixed emotions about this. On one hand, I'm like, okay, my fear in leaving the country during this pandemic has been getting COVID while abroad and getting stuck wherever I am. That has been a fear of mine. And so that has caused some reluctance in terms of leaving the country. Um, so it's a beautiful thing to be able to come back and, you know, not worry that you're going to get stuck or you're going to be held somewhere or you're going to have to pay two weeks on top of your original hotel stay. However, some people are just some nasty motherfuckers. Some people are just don't do what they're supposed to do. Uh, people don't wear masks. People are all over the place. Um, collecting all of the COVID germs. And I, that is my biggest concern that people are going to get sick and pass that shit on. So now I have to be like extra careful, making sure, I mean, I've been careful, but now I feel like I got to like have added protection, always double mask, always social distancing, like just hyper, hyper, hyper sensitive to it right now. Um, because of that. I wonder how you guys are feeling about that. So hit me up and let me know. Um, but so let me see. Let me see. I'm looking at the I'm looking at the comments about this. Someone said, listen, travel can break the break even the happiest of couples a situation ship will barely make it out of baggage claim i mean on what grounds someone responded though and said you'd be surprised some people come back closer having traveled and explored new experiences together see that's me i like to go on adventures i like to experience things and i want to do that with people i'm fond of i want I want us to have experiences. I want us to have adventures, right? So that's something that's meaningful to me. Um, and honestly, it doesn't always have to be like a beach vacation or um, I don't know, a trip to Europe or wherever or whatever. It could be local. It could be something that is closer. I've been looking lately at day trips. I love a weekend jaunt. I say that all the time. I love doing um, weekend activities and just different types of things. Um, I think that experiences help people to open up and exploration can make you feel uh, there's an element of, I guess, uh, a a kid-like nature. Um, when you're exploring and you're uncovering new things together, I think that that is healthy. Um, and it's good for two people to have those experiences and be able to laugh together and enjoy things together and discover things together. Um, so yeah, that would be my take on it. I say, if you feeling it, do it. Why not? Um, I'm going to look and see if there was anything else. Uh, Oh, somebody said people out here test driving, folks. Well, yeah, you got to test drive. You have to test drive if, you know, you're considering buying the car, right? No? Is that not? Shouldn't you? Um... (laughs) Somebody else says situationship, relationship, championship, flagship. It don't matter. I'm going. I don't know if I would say that, but definitely, like I said, I'm all for it. Do what y'all feel is right. 
I'm going to do what I feel is right. So I think everybody else should do what they feel is right. Um, and that's, you know, basically <laughs> it for that. I don't know. I don't know what else there is to be said about that. I just, I just think that, I think people sometimes overthink these things too. Um, I think it's what you make it. And I think you also have to have an understanding of what it is between you and that person. If you don't have that understanding, it's probably, probably going to make things a little bit more difficult and you should spend a little bit more time evaluating whether that makes the most sense for you. But that's that. Uh, moving off of that topic, though, but still in the same vein of like relationships and dating and things like that, I found out something recently about someone I used to date or used to, someone I used to. So, <laughs> so um, it actually came up in, in uh, conversation the other day, and I guess that's why I'm thinking about it today um, as I sit here and I talk to you all. So I found out recently that uh, someone uh, I used to, I don't, I don't know how to finish the sentence, but I found out that they are getting married and I'm used to like dudes that I've dealt with. I'm used to finding out that they, they're having a baby. That's very common to me. <laughs> so this is a little bit different. Um, but I gotta say, I gotta be real honest with y'all. I felt really good when I found out because I realized that it didn't bother me. It did not bother me, not one bit. In fact, I said, you know what? I hope that he's happy and I hope that they are doing well. Um, it appears that they they have something good going on. I can't really disclose how I how I found out on the podcast, um, but I will say that I wish them nothing but the best. I hope that they are happy together, and uh, that's really all I want for this person is for him to be happy in whatever he does in his life, um, and. It appears he is thriving. And so I'm good with that. I always imagined what it would be like to find out that this person had gotten married or had a child or whatever and me not be in their life. Um, and for a really, really long time, I just knew that it would devastate me. Um, and it didn't. And I realized that I don't know when it happened, but at some point I moved on. And at some point I made peace with the fact that uh, this person wouldn't be in my life anymore. And I'm happy about that because I feel like it's opened me up to other things and other people. And I guess I just never really thought about the fact that I had ended up on the other side of it because for so long I was hoping and wishing that uh, this would, we would find our way back to each other. Um, and I don't desire that anymore. I don't, think about that anymore. I don't think about him um, anymore. And uh, the only time that his name ever comes up is if maybe someone brings him up to me or whatever, or, um, you know, on occasion, if I'm having a conversation about my past, my dating past or whatever, it may come up. But outside of that, it is not haunting me the way it used to. And I just want to point out my personal growth. Um, and I want to point out the fact that, you know, sometimes when you let something go, other good things come to you. That is a real, that is a real thing. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I guess maybe I sound a little surprised because I didn't know 
there was a time where I didn't know that I could get to this place. And now I'm in this place and it feels good. And I love where I'm at. And I, you know, no complaints, no complaints, none at all. So anyway, I mentioned marriage and I guess I should point out that last week when I recorded the episode, I did not realize that there were reasons floating around why Michael B. Jordan and Lori Harvey broke up. Um, As I said before, I suppose it doesn't really matter, but this is the Hardly Minding My Business podcast. And so what do we do? We mind people's business. And (laughs) so (laughs) um, apparently it is not confirmed. Some people are saying this. However, this doesn't appear to be the thing that was initially said. Um, What was initially said was that uh, they couldn't come to terms with what was the next step in their relationship. Um, uh, I got the impression that Michael B. Jordan was interested in taking the relationship to the next level and Lori Harvey was not. Whatever the whatever the next level is, I don't really know. For some people, that's marriage. For some people, that's um, a more solid and exclusive commitment. Um, I don't know. For some people, it can mean moving in together. There's a lot of different things. There's a lot of gray areas there because people interpret and people um, exist in relationships very differently from one, as I said before, from one set of people to another. So I don't really know what that means. A lot of people have speculated that maybe he proposed or he discussed marriage with her and she said she didn't want to get married. I think it would be totally fine if uh, a 24-year-old decided that she did not want to get married. I think it's totally fine to decide that. I think it's totally fine for a 35-year-old to decide that she doesn't want to get married. Um, Don't do it unless you want to. Um, Don't do it unless you feel you have what it takes to uh, make it work. Um, But also be open to it if that is something that you can see down the line. Um, But other than that, like, listen, people, people get together and people break up. That is a fact. And so if these two people decided that they didn't want to be together, it shouldn't really matter to us why. Um, I just think that they're so high profile that people uh, need a reason. People want a reason. People are craving a reason uh, from the two of them. And uh, we may never get it. Or maybe we will. Who knows? Um, But no, I don't think that uh, I don't think that she owes him. I see a lot of people saying, oh, well, you know, if Michael B. Jordan was willing to to be with you long-term like that, then you should... No, that's not how that works. You have to be okay with it, not just the other person. Um, it could get really tricky if it's not mutual. Um, and so I get it. I do. I get it even though we don't even really know if that's the real reason. Um, I've heard other people say that perhaps it was an arrangement. Um, Perhaps he is uh, not straight and she was his beard. I don't know how true that is. I don't even know, like, I don't even like repeating that because... What if she wasn't a be? What if what if he is interested in men also? That doesn't necessarily mean that she was his beard. You could people are capable of being interested in both men and women, or people who do not identify as either. Um, so I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I guess we'll see, or we won't see. I'm not sure, but I I don't care either way. Uh, like I said last week. I wish them well. I just wanted to make sure that I pointed it out because I realized that (laughs) 
I hours later, I was like, oh shoot, this is why I did not even catch this. And so I didn't want you guys to think that I was just completely oblivious to what was going on. It was, it was, it was, and I guess I was up until a point. I honestly didn't know the one thing that I saw about it. And when I took notes about it to talk about it was that uh, they had broken up and uh, there was really, there, there was no more details. Um, and so I guess a lot developed over, over that time that I was recording and whatever. And I didn't go back to the story cause I didn't care to. So I figured I'd circle back today and just close that loop. But honestly, more power to them. And I hope both of them find what they're looking for. And, you know, it doesn't have to be that they're looking for a marriage. It could be that they're that they're just looking to have fun or they're looking to... Whatever you're looking to do, I hope you find it. That's it. That's all I got. Okay, so we have a couple more things to get to. Um, Jennifer Hudson is an EGOT. She became an EGOT this week. Um, if you don't know what that is, uh, she is now the winner of an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. That's pretty amazing. And that's pretty dope. So I wanted to point that out. She's only the second Black woman to become an EGOT. Uh, Whoopi Goldberg is the first. And I don't know too many other people who are EGOTs. There aren't a whole lot. Um, obviously, you would have to be quite multifaceted in order to um, become an EGOT. I know John Legend is an EGOT, um, but I honestly, I don't know who else is because I I don't really care about all those other people. So I know the ones I know. (laughs) And uh, that's about it. I just wanted to point it out because I thought it was pretty dope. Um, and in the same vein of like black women doing dope things. Uh, so y'all know, I have a very complicated relationship with Beyonce. Um, and, but apparently she has an album coming out. So I'm curious, uh, her album comes out at the end of July. Um, and the internet is buzzing about it. I guess, I don't know. I don't really know why I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing it up because the internet is buzzing about it. And I talk to you guys all the time about things that the internet is buzzing about. So it just feels right to say that. But I don't really know, like, I don't want to lie to you and tell you that I'm going to listen to it because I don't know that I will. Maybe I will. Maybe I won't. I don't know. Um, it wasn't on my radar. It didn't excite me the way that it excited everyone else. Um, and not because I don't think she's a good talent or anything like that, just because I'm not really, like, I'm not really into it like that. Um, I know that I'll probably get slandered for saying these things, but I want to be honest with y'all. I see that her album is coming out. And so maybe because I do a second podcast that is primarily about music, maybe I will check out the album um, for that purpose and uh, give a review there. But I just, I'm not really sure... um, what to think of it. Um, good for her. I, more interesting to me was Blue Ivy going out with her dad to a basketball game this week. Um, and t- <laughs> when he tried to like hug her up and, and show her love, she was like, hey, dad, my hair. Uh, she, had <laughs> she had some beautiful tendrils in her hair and you know, it probably took a lot of time and a lot of effort to get those curls right. Uh, you know, uh, the black girls know the girls, excuse me, the girls with curls know. And so I just, uh, I mean, she's adorable. And I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed watching the videos. It, it became a bit much after a while because everybody was reposting it, but very cute, very sweet. Uh, they were matching in their black and white and I love a black and white fit. So I was swooning over that, but yeah, that was more interesting to me than finding out that her mom had an album coming out. Um, but again, you know, uh, y'all will hate me for saying that, but I'm telling you the truth. And I promise that I, (laughs) no, I don't promise anything. 
I'll tell you right now, maybe I'll listen to it. Maybe I won't. When it comes out, I will address that um, and let you know if I did. But yeah, I thought it was important to point out because I feel like people who listen to this podcast probably enjoy Beyonce. And so why not say it? Why not? It's a beautiful thing. I think it's her first album since 2016. So I'm sure that people are very excited um, and anticipating something big. I also see that Drake is is sneaking out an album um, in a few hours. So uh, yeah, Um, that should be interesting as well. I'm probably more inclined to listen to the Drake album than the Beyonce album. That's just more my cup of tea. Uh, but we will see. Either way, I will let y'all know. Um, and since we're on entertainment, I'm trying to think about what I've been watching lately. Uh, I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV. I've been reading books. Um, I'm reading one book in particular, but I really don't want to talk about what book it is at the moment. Maybe one day I will bring it up, but I'm, I don't want to... <laughs> I think if I tell you what book I'm reading, it will defeat the purpose of reading the book. Um, so as much as I would, I, I like to give game and all of that, I'm not opposed to, to putting people on. I, I think that it defeats the purpose if I tell you what book I'm, I'm reading. Um, and those who know, know. I'm sure those who know will know what I'm saying. And those who don't, well... I'm sure if you speak to somebody and you tell them what I said, they might figure it out and put you on. So yeah, um, working my way through, I will tell you that it is a very thick book. Um, and I've actually taken to reading out loud. I read before bed and I like take a chapter every night. And I, I, I don't know why. I think uh, as I get older, I kind of... I get, I lose focus very quickly. And so um, I'm finding that reading aloud is actually helping me to allow the information to seep in better. Um, and so I've been doing that. So some nights I don't really feel like hearing myself speak and I do not read, but I've been doing a lot more of that. I did try to watch The Time Traveler's Wife, the show, not the movie. I've seen the movie several times um and I love the movie the show is weird as fuck I'm gonna give a full TikTok review of the show so you can follow me at hardly minding my business on TikTok but it's weird as fuck and I don't know that I'll finish watching it it's so fucking weird um weirder than the original weirder than the movie weirder than the movie I just Weird as fuck. Yeah. I can't say that enough. I just, there's just too much shit going on that doesn't, like, how is this happening and why is this happening? Um, I don't want to give away too much. It just came out. But like I said, I'll do a, I'll do a TikTok review and I'll go over it. Um, you know what? If you were interested in the movie, I would implore you to watch at least the first two to three episodes just so you can kind of see where they're going with this. Um, some of the story is the same, but there's certain things that they're doing in the show that didn't take place in the movie and it's making it weird. Um, so we can talk more about that for sure. I just don't want to give it away so soon. Um, what else has there, ha have I watched? Um, I think I talked about couples therapy a few weeks ago on Showtime. It came back and I watched it, but I felt like season three was underwhelming. Um, and not to be confused, like I'm talking about couples therapy on Showtime, not couples therapy on VH1. Those are two different shows. Although I do think I'm going to start watching couples therapy on VH1 because it looks very entertaining this season. Um, Another thing that I want to watch uh, that I think is going to be very interesting, I've never really sat down and watched the Black Love series, and it's about to start back. I think it's season six. Um, I've maybe seen one or two episodes because it's a show that my sister likes, and so there's been times where I've been over at her house and she's been watching it. 
but this is the final season um, that's coming up. And I think I want to watch it. I was looking at a couple of the people um, that are on it. I see DJ Envy and his wife Gia are on it. Um, I have mixed <laughs> thoughts about them. Um, but uh, Ashley Blaine Featherson is on it. Um, I see uh, Robert and... Um, Oh, uh, what's her name? Um, N M M J N J. Uh, Robert, and you know Miss News Lady on on Instagram. Uh, the couple that uh, at the height of the pandemic, they were doing these um, they were doing these reenactments of in their home of being on air. Um, his name is Robert, and her name is. MJ? I think it's MJ. I think. I just know her as Miss News Lady now because she's on Instagram. But they're going to be on it. Um, some other recognizable couples. Some couples that I did not recognize, but I'm curious about them. Um, so, yeah, that's something I'm going to be checking out. So I'll probably report back and let you know let you guys know what I'm thinking. I don't know. I thought about going back and watching from season one. I just don't know if I have the patience to do a long binge like that right now. Um, like I said, I haven't been watching a whole lot of TV and I've been doing more reading and just more like doing um, things relating to the podcast and like social media stuff lately. So my time has been, I've kind of been reprioritizing my time and not doing as much TV time. Um, and also this new job is just like sometimes uh, more time consuming than, um, you know, the average day. So that is that. Um, the last thing we got to get to before I go is Tweet of the Week. And I think I have one. Pretty sure I have one. Y'all know I like to screenshot over time. And here we go. Wanda Sykes. Wanda Sykes. <laughs> Wanda Sykes says, Dear white people, as we approach these summer months, just know there isn't a single black person in the world who wants to hear I'm almost as dark as you. Hashtag Wanda Wisdom. I couldn't have said it better myself. Please don't tell me that bullshit because I don't want to hear it. And that is the this episode of Hardly Minding My Business. Thank you so much for listening. I love y'all for real. And I'll talk to you soon. Bye.